Welcome to Outside the Den, a web-exclusive interview series taking place outside of the 89.1 The Wood on-air studio. My name is Joey Messenbrink. Joining me today from the Lindenwood football team is linebacker Drew Sears. Drew, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I appreciate you for having me. I appreciate you coming on the uh, pilot episode of this interview series. So, unfortunately, the football season has come to a close, mm -hmm. and I really don't want to say the clock has struck midnight type thing because... Mm -hmm. People that are way outside of Lindenwood, they might have seen this as a magical run, but from hearing from you, from Cade, from everybody else that we've had on the show, mm -hmm. you guys have been confident that you could have done this all along. Yeah, we had a lot of a lot of confidence going into this season. It was just time to go out and do it because, I mean, I'd say we were confident the seasons before, but, you know, we never executed and our record didn't really show up, but this year it did, even though we didn't end the season the way we wanted to, but, you know, you got to look over look over the entire season, not just the last game. Not to dwell on it, we'll just take a little look at that game. And Northwest, they showed that their experience, that they've been in the situation before. You look at their drive chart, they were able to capitalize on just about all their drives. And Lindenwood kind of struggled a little bit. Mm -hmm. We put up one touchdown on the board. Yeah, no, that was that was pretty disappointing. I mean, I'll give Northwest credit. They're a great football team. You know, they've been talented. They, they've been in the playoffs for many years, and they've been there, but... I mean, as far as we go, I feel like that we can compete with them and we can beat that team. But, you know, we just made too many mistakes out there. And you're going against a team like that. You really can't make many mistakes. And, you know, just missed tackles, missed assignments, not fitting where you're supposed to. And then we couldn't really get the offense moving too much. But so it, it really wasn't wasn't the best day for us. Yeah. And going along that, I was able to talk to a couple of the guys over in the athletic communications office. And mm -hmm. TJ, he does a podcast as well. He was able to talk to Coach Stugart and he mentioned that as well, that it was just so many mistakes that, and you're going to have games like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but wish that wasn't the case in the second round of the playoffs, but we will have games like that. But hopefully next year we don't, you don't have any too, too many mistakes like that in games like that. But, you know, it's a learning experience that we're going to, we're going to take from it and, you know, apply it to next year. And looking forward to next year, looking forward to the future, we, we've seen, as you said, one game doesn't define a season. Mm -hmm. And you guys coming in, you were picked second in the preseason poll, and we've talked about it all along. That, mm -hmm. that basically fired up a lot of the other teams in the conference yes. that you guys just first year coming in, and you guys are already picked near the top right, right behind you, Andy. And you guys used that target that they were putting on your back and came out and got it done and won the conference so there was a lot of good takeaways from uh this season as a whole right yeah no it, i'm sure it upset and made a lot of teams mad in the glvc considering we've never played in there and they ranked us number two but i think we went out and proved that this year that i mean we're going to be a dominant team in the glvc for as long as that we're going to be there and that was a good year it was a really good year it was a good year for you individually you are uh GLVC Defensive Player of the Week several times. Mm -hmm. You get GLVC Defensive Player of the Year. And just recently, and kind of the reason that you're joining me on the podcast to just kind of wrap up the whole season, you mm -hmm. were just announced as a first-team All-American. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm, just like I kind of said on Inside the Den, that I mean, I'm not really too much of a big awards guy. I don't really try to focus on that stuff. Um, it's about the team. You know, getting All-American is pretty cool. I never really... I never really wrote that down or like set out like I need to get all American this year or that or anything like that. But, you know, just I just work hard in the off season. I prepare and I give myself a chance to go out and do whatever I'm going to do in the season. And if it's an all American, if it was just, you know, um, defensive player of the year, just an all conference honor or whatever, I'll take it. It's exciting. But, 
you know, I'm excited just to go into next year building off what we had, what we've done this year, and that's pretty much my main focus. You mentioned practicing hard in the off season. We had Cade on the most recent show because that was whenever Cade received the nomination for the Harlan Hill Award, which mm-hmm. for those that don't know, it's basically kind of what the D2 Heisman right. would be. Unfortunately, Cade was not picked as a finalist, but we mentioned that to him. We talked to him about being Offensive Player of the Year, and he credits in the off season and you getting him out of bed I think is the exact thing you said getting out of bed to go lift and Uh stuff so how cool is it what's the feeling like to see that Cade was mentioned offensive player of the week several times Mm -hmm. he was named offensive player of the year uh, nominated for the D2 Heisman and then yourself we already mentioned it you received defensive player Mm -hmm. of the week in the GLVC GLVC defensive player of the year and now you're an all-American to see both of you guys working together what and coming away with awards like that what's the feeling like it's just it's pretty cool just to see all of our hard work kind of paying off and you know, Kate and I, we started since we got to Lindenwood of always just keeping each other accountable, always working, trying to outwork each other and keep pushing each other. And Yeah, typically in the offseason, we'll try to go every night if we can, get a couple workouts in a day. And there's been times where I've had to go in his room when he's trying to fall asleep and wake him up, like, we got to go get another workout in. And, you know, it, it's pretty cool because I wouldn't think I'd be that I'd be working out as much or working that hard if it wasn't for him keeping me accountable and likewise the other way around. But no, it's pretty cool to have that and pretty cool to see both of us kind of getting awarded for all our work. Yeah, and all your work, it's paying off. The results have shown. It says here that you've set a new school mark with 17 tackles for loss. That brings your career total to 34 through three seasons. And then the big one that people were always keeping their eye on throughout the year, you were coming up on Connor Harris, and <laughs> you were able to get 175 tackles this year, which is just nine away from Connor Harris's mark. Yeah, that was, uh, like I told you before, you know, Connor was, he's a different breed. He's a freak. He he actually had 184 in 11 games. And again, I'm not a big stats guy, but it is cool to kind of be up there in that regard and in that company. But no, I got a long, a lot of work to do if I if I want to try to beat his um, tackle record. But I mean, again, that's not my main focus, but it is pretty cool to know that I was I was up there. So now we've talked about the game, the season as the whole, and talked about your accolades, the reason why you're on the pilot episode here. Mm-hmm. So looking forward in the future, you guys are on the offensive side of the ball. You had a ton of weapons. You had Cade mm-hmm. who could do it with his feet. He could scramble out. He could pass as well. You had Nash. You had Peyton Rose. You had Najee Jackson. You had Eric Henneman. Mm-hmm. You had Glenn Gibbons. So you're you're going to be losing Eric and Najee mm-hmm. on the offensive side of the ball. What's the outlook going into next season? Because you guys are returning a lot of mm-hmm. weapons, and I would be surprised if you're not ranked number one preseason or mm-hmm. right around number two for the GLVC with the amount of returners you're bringing back. Yeah, it's. I mean, we are losing Najee and Ian. That's going to hurt, but. You know, we have so many weapons offensively, and we have a bunch of new guys coming up. I mean, Spencer Red, Jaden Coles, they're, and I mean, there's other guys too, but I mean, it's exciting that they're going to get a shot. And, you know, we're just kind of rolling off our confidence of last season. And, you know, going into this year, I mean, I hope we are ranked number one. I think we proved what we could do this year in the GLVC. And, you know, defensively, we're returning a bunch of guys too. We were kind of injury prone on the defensive side, and that kind of, you know, that kind of hurt us throughout the year. But, now, we are returning a lot of guys, and I'm sure rec- recruiting will definitely go up as far as just the winning record we had this year, and I think a lot of people are going to want to be a part of that. And so at the end of the game, this previous game against Northwest Missouri State, I saw 
Stugart tweeted out basically thanking everybody that believed in supporting the guys this season. And as we've already mentioned, the game didn't go the way we planned on it. But I just love what he said at the end. He told you guys to hold your heads high, that you guys were conference champs, and that you were one of 16 teams left in the field of play Mm -hmm. at the start of the day on Saturday. And I think Stugart, I mean, you can tell that he's really proud of this team. And also going back to what he said on Selection Day, he said what was special to him was just looking at all the seniors and to see the guys, the exuberant. Mm-hmm. on their faces to have a chance at playing in the conference championship you guys won that and you, you went on to play in the playoffs mm-hmm. I know that he really wanted to win that game Saturday and everyone else did but he loves us like family and that's what he's he keeps number one and just to have the success that the seniors have had and they've been through a lot just with our our previous years going four and seven three and eight and all that just to have that season for the seniors you know that was exciting for them and to be able to make a run in the playoffs and just kind of play some extra games. It was pretty cool to see. Drew, thanks for joining me on this pilot episode. Let's gear up for another run. I'm, yes, sir. We're, we're turning a lot of people, and I would love to see another run like this next year. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. For Drew Sears, my name is Joey Messenbrink. Thanks for tuning in to Outside the Den.